Drive Time. Welcome back. Uh, we are going to continue in our series with Coach Tom Ryan of the Ohio State Buckeyes wrestling team. He was with us last week, and he uh, he started this mini series that we're calling Chosen Suffering, which is uh, the title of his uh, new book uh, that we have here. It is uh, about halfway through it, and uh, it's fantastic. I'm enjoying it. Um, it's it's easy to read, but some parts are not easy to read. Uh, and we, if you uh, choose to read it, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. So uh, Coach is back with us today. We're going to continue on this uh, idea of chosen suffering. And uh, um, Coach, uh, welcome back, and, and thanks for uh, giving us some of your time. Yeah, good to be with you again. I appreciate you reading the book. So... Uh... Yeah, so, so now today we'll I guess we'll talk a little bit more about just suffering and and uh, and learning how to suffer and why to suffer. I know it's such a it's such an intense term, suffering. You know, it sounds so heavy, um, and and you know as we as we know, it's a synonym for love and a synonym, and a synonym for sacrifice. And what are those things in our life that we're willing to suffer for, sacrifice for, sacrifice for, and love the most? And it's countercultural to some degree. Uh, I think society wants us to stay on the couch, right? It wants us to be distracted by our iPhone. It wants us to play play video games, you know, getting be intrigued by Instagram, social media, be a social media star, and um, so we're 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 we can easily be caught uh, in a complacent state because there's so much busyness around us. Um, and foundational, foundationally, uh, suffering needs a why deep suffering needs a why if if so we'll go to the standard of all suffering that we all believe and that's jesus and jesus had a why uh, for his suffering that allowed him to be to be beaten and tortured in a way that without that why it would simply be um nonsensical so the why is so important for us as we consider what, you know, what we're willing to suffer for. And it's a lot easier to suffer for the things that we completely believe in and not believe in. Um, so our why, our why has to be stronger than, the, than any obstacle. So we're all dealing with things. We're all making decisions on where am I going to put my energy and time and where am I willing to suffer the most? And that why has to be stronger than any obstacle. And quite often, um, we either get distracted or, or the why just simply isn't strong enough. And, and, and we don't overcome whatever obstacle it is that is standing in front of us. So, I mean, you know, we have to deeply believe in it, deeply believe in the why, and that this is worth it for me. And I know that, uh, you know, for me, I mean, we're all willing to suffer for something. Uh, we all do suffer for, for, for various things. The question again is, you know, why, why did I choose this particular area? And, and, um, and just because we do it, just because we, we, we choose to suffer, it doesn't mean that we chose an area that's good for us, right? Sometimes we choose things that, that are just completely unhealthy for us. And, and it, it, it is chosen suffering. Uh, you know, the inability to deal with things on a daily basis and move toward things that may numb us and distract us, they're only, they're only um, short-lived means of dealing with something. Uh, and um, and how do we so so how do we how do we learn how do we because because suffering and varying degrees of it can be can be learned right they are learned uh, so it's all about small steps of suffering so attaining something just outside our grasp right we never want to tackle anything 
or it's very difficult to tackle anything that will move you from one to, to step 10, right? So, you know, you don't go from a youth wrestler to, you know, training alongside an Olympic champion uh, in the sport of wrestling, right? You, you, progress just doesn't happen that way. But what, what is critically important for us in the midst of, of, of suffering and choosing something, choosing a high aim is, is success. So in any situation, we, we want those that we're leading um, to experience some sort of success in the midst of their misery, in the midst of the hard work they're going through. We don't want it to always be failure. We want it to be something that's just outside their grasp, that's attainable, that they do it and they feel good about it. Um, so attaining something just outside our grasp is, is a very healing and uh, process and, and, and allows us to, to dig deeper and, and be willing to give more. Uh, wasted suffering is, is not something that uh, helps us build the desire to suffer more, right? We, we can, you know, looking at the past, we can, there's, there's a number of things that we can study. The Viktor Frankl book on, on uh, a man's search for meaning and how these, these, these uh, captive Jews were, were just asked to simply move rocks from one side of, of, of a field to another. And day after day, you pick up the rocks, you move them to the left. You pick up the rocks on the left side, you move them to the right. And at some point, the suffering became meaningless. And many of them would, 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 would hurl themselves, right, into the, the electric fences around the property because the, the, the meaning, there, there was no meaning in it. The meaning was simply the menial task of torturing yourself. So meaning is so critically important in, in all of our lives. I know they've studied rats. They've studied, they've studied rats and they'll gnaw their legs off, even if a rat doesn't have meaning in its, in its, in its existence. And meaning, meaning is incredibly important uh, toward, uh, toward suffering. So we fight culture. You know, we fight, right? We know we fight this. You know, we fight the grass is always green on the other side, right? I mean, I'm in this situation now. If I just move to that situation, it causes us to walk away from relationships and and, um, you know, the grass, you know, the, the saying the grass isn't always greener on the side, it's greener where you water it is so incredibly important and, and so true. Um, and, you know, it's easier, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, it's easier if I just walk away from it until it isn't, right, until it isn't easier. And how, how, how critically important just sacrifice and suffering are. Um, the underlying premise is off when we, when we allow our minds to start thinking like that. And ultimately, life is suffering. I know I referred to Viktor Frank a little bit ago, but Viktor Frankl said, um, to live is to suffer, to survive is to find meaning in that suffering. We gotta find meaning in what we're doing, the hard things that we do, and, and what is the meaning behind it? Um, I know for me, you know, a couple of things I can, I can relate to, certainly I might've talked about this last week, but just leaving a full scholarship, friends, family, and comfort uh, at Syracuse University to travel across the country and chase a dream. Um, I knew there would be immense suffering in, there was just suffering part in just leaving, leaving a comfort zone, leaving people I cared about. You know, my brother was my roommate, as I pointed out uh, um, last time, but, but the suffering was gonna be worth it because it was so much meaning for me. Um, it was worth, it was a worthy, noble cause. Uh, um, and then early on in the process, it didn't appear at least if I was the coach at the University of Iowa, Dan Gable, it didn't appear that, that from a success standpoint, it would be worth it. Now, the lessons I was learning was certainly worth it. 
but I was, I was at the time measuring myself solely on whether I was going to be a national champion or not. Right. The journey, the journey wasn't so much, um, you know, I didn't go out there for the journey. Right. I went out there for the, for the carrot, right. To be, to be, to be named the, the, the top wrestler in the country in my weight class. And early on, it appeared that maybe, you know, the suffering wasn't going to work out, but I can, I can sit here now and say that it did the suffering, the suffering will always be worth it. Um, you know, and, and early in the, in the training, you know, I got beat unmercifully, but you just keep coming back. Right. And you, you hold on to this little nugget of this little nugget of improvement. You know, maybe it was simply, um, I, I touched the guy's leg. I got hold of his leg or I, I, I scored my first takedown and maybe the score wasn't 50 to nothing against an opponent. Right. It was 45 to five. And the next time it was, you know, 43 to 43 to seven. But little minor minor gains are so important for us in the midst of, of of suffering because that helps that helps trust, which we'll talk about next time. But uh, the power of just just keep coming back. You go, I'm sorry. The power of just you know keep coming back. Yeah. So it's it's interesting as you're talking through this, you're you're focused on this idea of finding the, the, the meaning for the suffering and, and making sure the why you're suffering is, um, uh, I guess, equal or greater than the, the obstacles and the suffering itself. But it's, it's interesting because what the world is shouting at us is pain, pain avoidance. Like mm -hmm. what it takes to avoid the pain, to avoid the hurt. You just you know, gloss over it. You move past it. Um, you know, the, go to the greener grass, the greener pastures, however you want to phrase it, um, and avoid all of that, that difficulty that comes with, you know, genuine relationships with, mm. with, um, you know, success that you're either going to excel without suffering, or you're just going to, you know, move on to the next thing. So, um, if I can go back to that for a second, um, how do you, recommend that someone who's in the midst of that they're they're on that fence right now um they can either choose to evaluate their why and is the why worth sticking around for or they can choose to just let it go um and and move on from it how do you what do you say to that guy who who's on that fence and trying to deal with um you know what the world's saying hey move on get over it it's not worth it um uh how, how do you make that decision or how do you recommend making that decision? Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. And um, I mean, obviously I'm no clinical psychiatrist. I listen to a lot of people. I have life experience and things that, that um, you know, avoidance, 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 I would say, because that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about one, 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 I guess, before even avoidance is, is the power of just truth. Right. And, and, but, but the problem is right. That, that truth, truth, Truth can vary um, from person to person based on what they think the truth is, right? So just getting to what truth is isn't an easy thing, right? But real, real, real truth, and I would say real truth comes from one place, and that's scripture, right? That's from, that's from God. I think he laid out the truth. Um, avoidance is, a, is sometimes, can sometimes be a healthy method of dealing with something. But it's not long lasting, right? If, if we're overwhelmed in our lives with, with things that we just can't manage, taking them all on at once 
may not be the right thing to do in that moment. So putting some things to the side temporarily can be a, a, you know, can be a, can be a way of, of managing that the burdens, you know, that an individual may have, but, but ultimately it's only a temporary fix, right? It will only put off the inevitable, which is to deal with it, to have the tough conversation, right? To dig deeper on the relationship. You know, I was reading, um, a marriage book and, and, you know, I mean, marriage to me was about happiness, right? That, that, that's what the culture says, right? That's marriage supposed to be this, 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 this wonderful state of constant bliss, right? That we experience. And I think that marriage is the ultimate test of teamwork. There is no, not, not, not nothing greater, no greater team I've ever been on than the team of, of, of marriage. And, you know, I've learned that it's not about our happiness, about our holiness. And when we start to think about things that way, um, it just changes, well, it, it changes expectation, right? It changes expectation that things are not always going to be, you know, like they are in the movies. Uh, with this rosy beginning, this rosy middle, and this rosy end, there's going to be tough times. And, and, and fighting through it is where, is where we learn the most about ourselves. So I don't know if I answered the question directly, but, but um, it's, it's a worthy, but we listen, we all fall short. We all always will, but it is a worthy and noble aim to, to chase the things and pursue the things that are hard. And, and it is far less noble and worthy of an aim to succumb to the things that we deeply know are right and need to happen, but we avoid them. I think that helps uh, put it into perspective a little bit uh, using marriage as the, the, um, the picture of it. Cause I do think that's, again, you know, the way the world shouts at us through, through media and movies, books, whatever, that, you know, when you find the right one, they're going to complete you and you're going to have perfect happiness when, when there's absolutely no human being on the face of the earth that ever is going to complete us. Um, you know, it, it takes, uh, it takes a savior to, to actually complete us and, and we won't be complete until the end. Um, but, uh, you know, so the other part of the question though, um, is how do you, um, I guess, whether it's, you know, professional, personal life, evaluate the why, uh, when you weigh it against your suffering, how do you, you, mm. you're, you talk about in your book and you mentioned it the, this morning about the, those high aims and, and setting your, your goals at a specific level. Um, do you at that point just decide any suffering is worth that goal or do you, do you look at the potential suffering and, and put a, a cap on it at some point and go, look, I, I'm not going to do this thing, but anything up to it, I'm like, that's a pretty good question. So, I mean, for me, for me, it was, it was a, um, but not everyone, right? Not every, and so, so I would say that, that foundationally, you know, knowing, knowing what our deepest loves are, right? Ultimately, that's what we're talking about, right? I mean, I'm, we're using the word suffering, but we're talking about what our deepest loves are and to, and to allow our life to be lived in a, in a very um, stoical, non-reflective way, not knowing 
what it is we actually love, right, is a means for a disaster in our lives, right? So the, so, so the foundational piece for me first is just, okay, the things that I, the things that I, the things that I love, you wouldn't, you wouldn't need, or, or at least we shouldn't need someone to ask us if they followed us around for some period of time, our actions will reflect the things that we love the most. Um, so we, we've either thought about them and actively pursued those things, or we simply haven't, and we're living a life of just aimlessly wandering. And obviously back in the day for me, you know, 30 years ago when I chose to leave a full scholarship, it was simply out of, it was out of the deepest love, right? You could see the things that I love deeply. And now as a grown man that knows Christ, right? Um, I, I know he's the way, right? And it's, it's studying, you know, uh, studying his life and knowing if, if he's, if two thirds of the world were following him for good reason, what is it about him? You know, what is it about his ways that, that, um, that, um, you know, allowed me to find just principles to live by. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so, so, you know, the I believes and what I'm willing to suffer for come from reflective thinking and, and to not, to not consider what we love the most and why we would, so I love my daughter, right? So, you know, I, there's nothing I wouldn't do for her, right? So um, I'm willing to suffer for her. I'm willing to, I'm willing to work extra hours. I'm willing to drive through the night to help her. Right? I would put, I, what would I put down in, in, in order to pick that up, right? Pick up the burdens of being a father to her. But I think until we really weigh what it is we love the most and what things we're ultimately willing to die for, it's hard to, it's suffering is not going to make a ton of ton of sense to us. But once we do, I think things kind of fall in line. That's, that's interesting. Um, you know, just that thought of suffering won't make sense until you have something that's, that's worth suffering for. Um, and mm. I think there's probably a lot of guys out there who, you know, if they were to survey the surface of their life, they're because they've been living for themselves, living for the moment, living for the thrill, whatever you want to say, they're going to look around. They're going to see a lot of stuff that's not worth suffering for. Uh, they're going to mm -hmm. see some things that, you know, when they become difficult, they're just going to walk away from them. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's interesting, like you said, you know, talking about your daughter, you know, what would you put down to, uh, fulfill that role as father what wouldn't you do at that moment she you know calls and says i need you know my dad what wouldn't you do so yeah and i think you're talking about like, i mean i love the you know the, the you know what you heard me say and what we're discussing because it's like we're talking about just ultimately responsibilities right and what are they and 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 why do we why do we take them on and why do we just drop them at times when we shouldn't? And there's no, there's no, there's no noble reason to drop a responsibility that you've picked up. So, right? I mean, there's no, there's no noble, there's no, there's no, there's no, you know, reason why that is, that is, in, in, you know, that is the look of courage in someone's life. Um, 
so the, 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 right, the real truth is simply sometimes, and I know it's, it's, it's like you picked up the responsibility, now carry it, right? Carry it and you'll be better for it and trust that whatever it is uh, that you've picked up along the journey of your life, you don't just get to drop them when you want to because you don't feel like lifting them anymore. And that's where the real growth occurs. It's like, you know, if I did everything I felt, I mean, quite frankly, I'd probably be in prison, right? If I, every, if, if, if I just trusted every feeling I've ever had, I mean, that's why uh, we have a mind. That's what differs us from the animal kingdom. We have, a, we, have a, we have a mind that's supposed to override a feeling that just doesn't make sense. And we're balancing the two, right? Our heart and our head. And we should work in unison. They should work in unison. But, um, you know, there's no other way to look at dropping a responsibility that you should not have dropped other than you dropped the responsibility you shouldn't have dropped. And now recognize it and move back toward it, pick it back up and carry it. Because life is hard and life is suffering. And if, if, if we're here to just be comfortable, it is, it, is, it is the wrong mindset to begin with. If when I went to the University of Iowa, if I thought that being part of one of the great programs in history was going to be easy, I would have never made it. Right? It starts with the mindset that this is going to be radically difficult and incredibly challenging, um, but worth it. Um, now, it wasn't, it wasn't like some people there just, listen, they didn't love wrestling enough, right? They didn't love wrestling enough to, to match the amount of discomfort that I was willing to cause on myself. Right? That's, that's just the truth, right? That's the reality of the situation. Um, um, but ultimately, you know, I, I just go back to, you know, when I think I'm doing something tough or doing something, uh, holding on to a responsibility or choosing suffering, I refer to the greatest of all time at choosing suffering. And it humbles me to think about being whipped and the skin ripped off my back. You know, and I say suffering sounds good until you're in the middle of it. And I love, you know, I mean, I mean, the cardiovascular system has to be pushed in order to grow. And it sounds good until you're pushing it. And then it stinks. Um, but at the end, we're better for it. And it's the way. And we know that. So we just got to fight with the culture. As you said earlier, the culture is, is constantly spewing at us, which is nonsense. And um, stay with your wife. Make it work. Um, you know, fight for it. Uh, you'll be there, be on, you know, you know, simple, be on time for your, for work. Um, you know, be there for your kids. You know, all the things that, all the things that are hard, you know. Right. The, the, the daily grind of the responsibilities. The, yeah. The daily grind. I mean, it's hard. It's not easy. It's hard but it's worth it. I mean, like the alternative is what, right? The alternative is far worse than choosing to suffer. And the alternative is a life of, 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 of what? Of no responsibility. I mean, imagine how ineffective or how meaningless our lives would be if we had no responsibility. That doesn't seem like a life of a worthy life to live. And that's certainly not the life that Jesus lived and what he calls us, the type of life he calls us to live. So we have a choice. Right. We have a choice, but uh, I don't know. 
seems like one is overwhelmingly more difficult, but more worthy than the other. Well, that, that, and that I think is the essence of, of what you're talking about when you're, when you're talking about, you know, the, the why behind your suffering. And, and I think just being able to frame that up this week uh, for the guys uh, to start, you know, as those work relationships get difficult, as, you know, their, their occupational choice is, is kind of grinding against them or their relationships at home with their wives, with their kids, you know, why am I, why am I subjecting myself to, to this stress every day? Well, mm -hmm. because it's worth it. Uh, yeah. The end result is worth it. And I think, I think that's really the, the direction, you know, being drive time, we like to, to point the guys to, um, you know, one tangible thing for the week. Um, and so. Dave, I would, I would say, I would say one thing that we focus on, you know, as a, as a program and just because life is hard and we can, we, we have a saying that says, be hard on oneself, but not down on oneself. Right. And I think if there's a, there's a, there's a, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a big gap between the two. But yeah, you should be hard on yourself. Absolutely. You know, but not down on yourself. You know, that leads to things that just aren't productive. Gotcha. So, so critical of your performance, but not uh, berating of, of yeah. who you are as a person, belittling right. of your efforts or anything like that. That's right. So, all right. Well then uh, um, again, and, and, and I guess unless you have a different thought, the, the tangible that I would ask the guys to focus on this week is evaluating their why. Um, in terms of their responsibilities and, and their suffering and even go so far as to, is to pen that out and, and, and get that put somewhere that you can reflect on in the midst of suffering um, so that you can remind yourself why you're suffering. Yeah, I agree. I believe completely in the power of writing. So journaling is so incredibly important for growth. So all my elite guys journal. Uh, they do it. They do it religiously. Kyle Snyder, Olympic champion, 2016. He came in journaling as a young freshman, saw some things in him, some habits in him that were uh, remarkably validated in the success of of at the highest level. And journaling is one of them. That's awesome. All right. Gentlemen, uh, next week, Coach Tryon will be back with us uh, with another installment continuing this uh, series uh, uh, called Chosen Suffering. If you haven't seen the first video, um, I believe that's going to help frame up not only this one, but the next one as well. So make sure you go back and check that out. Um, Coach, uh, again, thank you for, for spending a morning with us. And guys, uh, make sure you're back here next week.